0: And edit it. (laughs) Hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses, or sell files your customers can download, like PDFs, music, or eBooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And you are. So head to squarespace.com/slash do go on for a free trial and to save ten percent off your first purchase of a website or domain. This week's
2: episode of Do Go On is brought to you by three shows at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. All of our shows. Yay! Dave
0: Hughes, Peter Heller, <laughs> <laughs> Judith Lucy.
2: We are doing four live podcasts at the European Beer Cafe on Saturday afternoons during the Comedy Festival and the Patreon pre is currently on. So if you're a Patreon supporter, you can uh, buy tickets now through Patreon and everyone else there will be on sale next week for everyone else. So we'll be doing season passes again. We get to basically come to... Four shows for the price of three, all that kind of stuff. But if you want to buy tickets right now, how about you buy tickets to Jess and Matt's stand-up shows?
3: Yeah, you should do that. we just to clarify We're not doing a show together. We've learned our lesson. Yeah. That's right. Um. Two
2: solo one-hour shows instead.
3: <laughs> we will not be doing Jess, that.
0: Jess, let's let's plug each other's shows. Okay. So I'll, I'll pitch yours. All right. And then you can pitch mine. So Sounds Jess, right. uh, one of the best up-and-coming comedians mm-hmm. in the country, mm-hmm. is a debut solo show. It's called o- Almost. They're going to pronounce it almost. <laughs> but I think I think Jess is actually um, pronouncing it the traditional mm. almost way, uh, and it is on at six PM. At the Greek Centre. Yes. A great venue, a great time to be had. And what a perfect time so you can go out, see a show, and then uh, maybe get some dinner afterwards. Or see another show perhaps, Jess. What do you think?
3: Yes, I think you could see another show afterwards. Or go straight to bed. Go straight, go home, get an early night. You can, it's on at 6. You can be home by like 7.30 depending on where you live. Yeah, I um, I mean. Have an average time dinner and go to bed. I mean, if you live at the venue, you can be home at 7.01. You can watch some TV. Anyway, but if you're really desperate, you can also go. It's, oh, it's so unfair because you were very nice. You go not see Matt Stewart's show uh, I don't know what it's called. Something dry. Monkey house. Say. Monkey house. If you've seen <laughs> Matt Stewart in Monkey House.
0: I've gone wet this year.
3: <laughs> at the you're at the Vic Hotel this Vic year. Vic Hotel. Aren't you? What time? Four, you don't even know. I say seven or 7.15. Yeah, 7:15. it was something around there. I think.
2: Yeah. Maybe I was so impressed you
3: remembered 6pm and the Greeks. I'm really proud of you You can see
2: gonna be home by 8.15. <laughs> and, and
3: do you know what's so great about that? It's like you can hop into bed and like watch TV or something. Oh, you can yeah. watch an episode of something. You can still be home at a reasonable time. I'm excited to be able to leave immediately after my show and live a normal life.
2: Well, let me just tell you, if you come to our podcast on Saturday afternoons, you could be in bed by 3.15 in the <laughs> afternoon. How good is that?
3: The dream. Oh, man, think of the amount of episodes you could watch of of, of your chosen TV show.
2: So just to recap, Matt and <laughs> Jess's shows are on sale right now. They're doing three and a half weeks, 22 nights, so get involved with that. we would love to, to see you there. Go Com- to
0: mm-hmm. and Absolutely. then you just search our names. Yep. Or you go to matchupcomedy.com or jessperkins.com.
3: Yep, .au.
2: And uh, our show, uh, do go on, the uh, podcast you're about to hear, Four podcasts will be on sale next week. So hang out for that, unless you're a Patreon supporter.
0: Genuinely, my favourite time of year. It's like Christmas. It's like Christmas. Actually, Christmas is also my favourite time of year because that is also like Christmas. Mm. But I do love the Melbourne International Comedy Festival so much. Um, Hopefully, again, we'll see people from all around Australia and the world like we normally do, and that is real weird and cool.
3: (laughs) So cool. But... Real weird.
0: <laughs> weird, cool.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, whoa, weird. Do you know what I mean? We're not like, weird. But then in time, we're like, oh, that's pretty cool. It's like, whoa, cool. And then later, we go, whoa, bit weird.
2: You know? It's not like Jess's audition for the voiceover. <laughs> I'll give you five different ways. Tell me your favorite. <laughs> All right, let's get into the show. And uh, I'll have links for everything in the episode description. I say aye. Jess will have it. Bye. Hello and welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnieke and I'm sitting here with Jess Perkins and Matt Stewart. Hello, David. Hello, Jessica.
3: Hello, Matthew. Hello, David.
2: Look, I've brought you here to do a quick little <laughs> intro for the episode that everyone is about to hear. Wow. Wow. It's very exciting. It's so nice to be involved. Which I believe might be the last non-Patreon episode that we'll be putting out from our uh, live shows on the UK tour.
3: Hang on, just so I'm just going to take a step back there. You brought us in here just for this.
2: Yes, I know you drove uh, forty-five minutes for this. What is hopefully a two-minute. You
3: said there was an emergency. Yes,
0: we we drove through thick smoke,
2: Dave. My foot was trapped in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I got it out. I hoped you'd forget I said the word emergency and no one would ever know. And now here it's we funny are.
3: funny because that's something that would happen to you. Yeah. You
2: know, somehow. Well, if people say I'm going to kick the shit out of you, well, I, <laughs> I got stuck. I called my two best pals. Oh, my God. So.
3: Oh, we're your only friends. Anyway, yes. Um, what were you saying? Something not shit related. Uh, this uh, is the final
2: episode we're putting out from our yes. UK tour, unless you're a Patreon supporter. We've put out a couple of one, couple of episodes, including one recently, our Cryptid special. Oh, wow. that was a good fun time. Mm.
1: Uh,
2: and another one will be coming out this month uh, if you want to support us on Patreon. But um, this episode was recorded in Bristol. We went back to the hen and chicken because we had such a great time there last year. Despite it being quite a small population, when you look at it numbers-wise, they really support us in Bristol. You know, 18 yeah. people live there. Yeah. yeah. It's and, crazy.
0: And we all bought get... 10 friends. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real fun time. I love Bristol a lot. Bristol, I think, it was maybe where I had the one uh, edible meal I had in the UK.
3: Oh, my God. That pizza was so good. If you want... Good food. Go to the hen and chicken and get a pizza. My god!
0: And if you don't want good pizza, go to the rest go of Britain. anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> They're uh, so close to Italy.
3: How they fucking up? F- how are we doing it better? We are so far away.
2: I am going to go on the record here and say I enjoyed every meal I had Yeah, because in you
3: have incredibly plain know, taste, I'm very bland, You're a basic bitch. I Dave. love it. <laughs>
2: Baked beans, mashed potatoes. I'm into that. Oh, they... Somehow
3: they fuck it
2: up. No, they. Great. I love all the stuff that they do. An and English breakfast. Yes. Can you I, imagine I think he- this is
0: what I fucked up is I was trying to get get like a pizza when I should have been just getting, can I have mash and peas yeah, the, and beans and the stuff they're famous for.
2: Matt was pretty pissed in Leeds when before the show we all ordered food. You guys got pizza and I ordered the baked potato oh, <laughs> with baked beans and coleslaw. <laughs>
0: that looked so
2: good. It was so oh, good. We're such so idiots.
0: Good. And the pizza was...
3: How about the pizza Fine. we had at the hotel on the last oh, night? That was the worst of all of them. It was oily. i was still going to get that taste out <laughs> of my mouth. It I, was, I've never not finished a there pizza. There was a pool of oil in the centre. It was disgusting. I've never met a pizza I haven't finished, and I'm proud of that.
2: I couldn't finish that it one. I
3: had like a slice. I was like, "Well, I'm good." And the other thing was, it was like twenty pounds or something. It was so bad. They anyway, had a,
2: they had a five pound delivery fee to bring it from <laughs> level ground
0: ground level up to level one. We thought, we thought, ah, oh, to go out, we'll really treat ourselves, but we
2: didn't. We punished ourselves. Yeah. It would have been cheaper to get Uber Eats to someone to drive the yeah. the better pizza in. Oh, anyway, man. I enjoyed my veggie burger very much. At that point. <laughs> Anyway, this episode was recorded in Bristol. Thanks to everyone that came to the show. It was a lot of fun. One of the few times that we actually, because we stayed so close to the venue, we could stick around and have a beer afterwards with some people, so that was really nice. Um,
3: Yeah. Including
0: the famous Raw Collins from the Weekly Planet Network. What's his network called? Planet Weekly. Planet Broad. Oh, my God.
3: (laughs) Matt's been on holidays.
2: And out of the loop. Still warming up with the pipes and the mind. And we'll be back at the end of the episode to uh, tell you a bit more stuff. But until then, enjoy this episode. More than they enjoy their pizza.
3: <laughs> it's not hard. It's a, like enjoy it a minimal amount and you'll be winning by heaps. <laughs>
2: Ladies and gentlemen, people of Bristol, how you doing out there? Oh, that's good. Uh, I can see some of you through this door. Someone's taking a photo of me right now. This was supposed to be a discreet intro. Hello. Thumbs up there. Look, great. Hey, we're actually going to do the show from within here. But the first three rows are getting a uh, partially a skewered view. The rest of you are getting nothing. How do you feel about that? Someone in the front row just said it's fine with me. Okay, I'm taking that as an answer. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what I'm supposed to be doing here is building up a bit of energy as we welcome to the stage all the way from Melbourne, Australia. It's us. Please give it up for Do Go! Oh! For coming out and joining us for another episode of Do Go On, my name is Dave Watkins, and I'm standing here with Jess Perkins and Matt Stewart. Yeah! Thank you so
3: much. Hello.
0: What a pleasure to be in Bristol, what I would call my favourite city in all of this county. So.
2: Wow. All right. I'm going to ask you a top three there. What's your what's what's in at number two? What is Bristol mean? Let them know how important they are. <laughs> well, There's no county
0: here, Dave. Trick question. Sucked in. <laughs> You fucking idiot. You, you sound quite foolish now, having said that. What's the, we went, we What does that to... mean? How's there no county here? Isn't that your system? <laughs> Are
2: we in the one place without
3: a county in the whole country? Yeah, there's Do we <laughs> slip in a Wales <laughs> accidentally? Someone just went, it's complicated. <laughs> yeah, alright.
2: We went through uh, the Cotswolds today. We picked a place on the map to go to. It's a beautiful sounding place. Stroud. <laughs> uh, beautiful, beautiful town Stroud Stroud and
0: Yeah, beautiful s- spot Stroud. Stroud Cotswold, Stroud It's all beautiful sounding
2: oh. <laughs> it's Rolled off the tongue
0: Oh, oh. to tell you something we did today We drove underneath your beautiful bridge mm. Mm. And it was sensual oh. To say the least Beautiful
2: Never seen it from below before. Oh, my God, it's even better from below. Yeah, we've seen it at all angles now. <laughs>
0: and, uh, yeah, I like... I couldn't pick a favourite angle. <laughs> Underneath top five for me. Oh, wow. uh, <laughs> top five
2: angles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
2: it really is a beautiful place. Thank you so much for coming back. Give us a round of applause if you were here last year when we were in this fantastic venue. Cute people, you. awesome. Thank you. Uh, round of applause if you've ever heard our show Do Go On Before. <laughs>
3: That is a relief every time. I'll be honest. Honestly, honestly. Uh, other end of the
2: scale. Don't be shy. If you've never heard our show before, please cheer now.
3: Great. Hello. Can we get a spotlight on? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we don't need a spotlight because we've got one on the front row.
3: Oh. Yeah. There's always, there's always one friend pointing out the one who hasn't listened, and the one who hasn't listened is doing exactly. Yeah, because yeah, you're that asshole going, he hasn't! <laughs> and your friend's going, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you!
0: Jess, you just called the wrong one the asshole. The one who hasn't listened is the asshole.
3: <laughs> Where no, have no. you been? Where have you been? Yeah. Where do you live? Under a rock? More or less. More or less. I'm, under so under sorry, a I'm so sorry. Bridge.
2: <laughs> <laughs> beautiful bridge. Beautiful angle. I reckon, angle. I reckon he's from <laughs> Stroud. Is anyone from Australian. Bullshit Yeah I reckon that sounds like someone from Australia to me Well thanks for joining us We had a sandwich in your
3: place In your place You broke into your house and made a sandwich Yeah, you need bread Um, (laughs) We destroyed your toilet (laughs) It went gluten intolerant
2: and it went wrong It went really wrong You're laughing at destroying the Toilet, aren't you? I really like that.
3: And you said it. I know. <laughs> I know i liked Matt's face because he hates poo jokes. He hates them. Well, it's because I, I don't poo
0: myself. <laughs> <laughs> I can't relate to that kind of humour. Yeah. That sort of potty humour.
3: I don't get
0: that. it. Oh. But, you know, good on you guys. And, and shitting
3: at your bums. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, Australians, aren't we a beautiful species? Um, Dave, start the show. I well, reckon. if you haven't heard the show
2: before, which a few people haven't, just for your benefit, uh, what we do here is we usually take it in turns to report on a topic suggested by a listener, and the person doing the topic has done all the research, and the other two people don't know what it is, and it is Jess Perkins, a lovely term.
3: <laughs> okay,
0: so the people wooing—I don't reckon they were here last year when Jess. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, how you say, fucked up. (laughs) Just like um, earlier this tour, uh, we did Irish topics in uh, Dublin and I chose Bono. And they hate Bono so much, with a fiery passion. Um, I thought I was going to die. So, uh, yeah,
0: are you you sort of drawing a line between... (laughs) Ireland to Bono is Bristol to Doctor Death, which is what your topic was last year. Harold Shipman.
3: I'm going to say it's a similar level of hatred. Yeah. <laughs> feels right. That feels right. They really didn't like him. Um, but to get us onto topic, we wait, might... I think she means Bono. Obviously, <laughs>
0: obviously they didn't like Harold Shipman. That's probably almost an understatement to say they didn't like. Dr. Death.
3: Honestly, bit of a jerk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't pay his taxes. Okay, so we always no, start... that's the
0: thing about Harold. He always paid, always paid <laughs> his taxes.
3: <laughs> we always start with a question. I've written two. Um, well, I mean, are you trying to make up for lost time? <laughs> yeah, traditionally I don't write them because um, I'm a bit of a... <laughs> of a maverick like that, um, and I forget. Um, But no, I I wrote one question and then I I read it backstage and I went, oh, that's probably a bit dumb. Um, So I'm going to try the second question that I just wrote. Okay.
0: (laughs) Well, I think that was worth explaining. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
3: Just so you all know the process. Um, This question is, what made the Dion sisters Canadian celebrities? Dion?
2: Mm Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to need to hear the first question. Oh, wait, can, Canadian? Yes. Dion? Yes. Celine? No. Oh.
3: Okay.
2: Was your answer going to be what made them famous? Celine. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of the other sister. Um, what did
3: they have to do to become celebrities? Oh. Invent something. They did not invent something. Ride a horse. <laughs> they made Together. It. Oh. Backwards. Up or down. Are we getting Are closer? No, not at all. Oh. Um, it's even more basic than that. It's something that everybody in this room's done. Pooed. <laughs> that, that is not for. technically true. <laughs> <laughs> no? No? Does anybody in the audience have an idea? Destroy the toilet. Destroy the toilet. I mean, we've all done no that at some point. No one ever said that so politely. Destroy the toilet. <laughs> 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 Ew, <laughs> I'm sorry, I do, have, I do seem to have destroyed your toilet. <laughs> oh, Cheerio. Yeah, it was the Cheerios. Weird. I had too many
2: Cheerios. <laughs> Gluten intolerant.
3: Cheerio. No, the thing that the Dion sisters did to become celebrities was they were born.
0: Oh, we have all done that. Wow. Yes, well we? done that. Oh, it takes me back.
3: <laughs> Let me explain. So, in a small farmhouse outside, outside in rural. Well done, Jess. First sentence. Uh,
2: I'm really worried. <laughs>
3: I wrote this a while ago, to be honest. Um, So, look, we're all reading it, hearing it together for the first time. Okay, In a small farmhouse outside Ontario, Canada. In rural Ontario, Canada? Either. (laughs) Oliver Dion and his wife, Elzia Dion, lived with their five children. Ernest, Rosemarie, Therese, Daniel and Pauline. It's five kids.
2: Okay, (laughs) Rosemarie.
3: Only a few months after Pauline was born, in 1933, Alzir was pregnant again. They're not messing around. Well, they are, actually. <laughs> I mean,
2: <laughs> there is, a question does come to mind, and that is, do they know what's causing it? <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know if you can pull that out for a five-kid family. She's pregnant again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Elzea believed that she was probably carrying twins, but this was 20 years before ultrasounds, so.
2: <laughs> 20 years before twins.
3: <laughs> it was anyone's guess, but she was like, "Oh, I reckon I've got a couple in there." Um, on May 28th. You mean
0: like a romantic couple? That's cool. Yeah. No wonder they're famous. Yeah. <laughs> it was Charles and Diana. <laughs> um, I'm uh, only joking. They were never romantic. <laughs> Is that true? I don't know. Is that true? Because <laughs> she, because Charles ended up with uh, Bono. Paul's face. No. Camilla Parker Bowles. So that was where I got the Bono from. Camilla Parker Bono. Oh boy.
3: <laughs> so she's pregnant. She's pregnant. Very good day. <laughs> On the 28th of May, 1934, her husband, Oliver, called for the midwives and a doctor. Dr. Alan Roy Defoe, amazing, name, (laughs) Arrived and assisted in the birth of not one, not two, Uh not three, but five babies. Oh,
0: that last one was fun. (laughs) You skipped four. (laughs) Just jump ahead. So they've gone from five to ten.
3: Yeah. Can we
0: ask the question now? I'll allow it. <laughs> Do
3: they know was causing it? <laughs> Even today we know that's uh, incredibly rare. In fact, it's about one in 11 million.
0: Oh, <laughs> um, but I'm just remembering that this is a story about twins.
3: What? When did I say twins? I'm not sure.
2: <laughs> you just said two names at the top.
3: What? Didn't you say...
2: Oh, he just said question? sisters. Yeah, I oh, did. Th- okay.
0: <laughs> Okay. Both Matt,
2: what's happened there is both Matt and I have gone. There's two here.
3: <laughs> Idiots.
2: They
0: can make more than two sisters?
3: What? There's crazy. Five There's girls. five of them. So it's like incredibly rare now, but back then it had never happened before. They were the first quintuplets. What? The first Quintuplets. That is cool. People lost their fucking minds. Imagine the
2: doctor oh. just keeps pulling them out. Oh, my God.
3: Like This woman's oh like, it's it's
2: like, like a magician's
0: 101. hat. <laughs> 101 Dalmatians. Yeah.
3: So but the you, doctor, you did
0: say yeah. she knew she had twins.
3: No, I said she thought she might have been pregnant with twins. Thought might. And she was wrong. You jumped to some conclusions.
0: Well, if she, it was good enough for her. You, are you saying that? a mother doesn't always know
3: in this case she did not
0: well that feels a bit rough from you
3: to be fair how, I don't I think any you? woman's conceived and gone I reckon I've got quintuplets in there well, she must have been she huge she massive so big so big anyway let me just continue So the doctor he runs into the farmhouse and he told the girl's uncle who was in the house um, about their birth and then he ran to the post office in the next town and told everyone there.
2: (laughs) He ran to the next town.
3: (laughs) He's just a real gossipy doctor. He's he's
2: yelling at people in line at the post office.
3: Babies, my (laughs) babies! They're going what? He's he's already left. (laughs) I I don't know.
0: That's how they used to deliver the mail. That guy. would run from
3: town to town. Yelling. (laughs) Yelling abridged versions of the news. Um, Meanwhile, so the the uncle back at the farmhouse, he contacts the local newspaper called the North Bay Nugget. Very good.
0: Ah, I've never done one of those.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You've never lived. (laughs) Apparently, though, so the uncle contacts the newspaper, but he wasn't contacting them to tell them about this amazing occurrence. He contacted them to ask how much it would cost to place a birth announcement in the paper for five babies from a single birth. (laughs) He's like, would it be more for five or... And the person on the phone's like, sorry, what? (laughs) So the newspaper's editor immediately put the amazing news out on the wire service and then sent a reporter and a photographer to the farmhouse. He's like, oh, no, I've got to pay for this as well. Oh, no, every newspaper in the country. I just wanted to put in an announcement. Within six hours of their birth, the Dion quintuplets, Yvonne, Annette, Cecile, Emile and Marie were photographed for the world to see. Six hours of their birth.
0: Five names? Cecile and Emile? Why? You've got so many opportunities to not rhyme two of the names.
3: My dad is John. Rhyme all
0: or none of them is all I'm saying. My dad's John. Huey in Dewey here. and Louis okay. Starr. All
3: right, you okay. let me know when I can speak.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, you did cut in over what I was saying. <laughs> so it's a weird thing to get upset about. <laughs> I'll I cut
2: agree. in here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's not rhyming. My dad's John, but he has a sister, Joan, like the female version of his name. That is ridiculous. There's so many names. Oh, what's happened here? Do you have. Do you know. What are their names? Oh, Joan and... Joan. Joan oh and Joan. Well,
2: what about Alanis Morissette's dad, whose name is Alan? <laughs> he made up a new name. Like, oh, I guess I'll call her Alanis. Is Alanis. that true? Alanis <laughs> isn't a real name. And that is very ironic.
0: No, it's actually... It's actually not. Oh, I love it how you don't like bad jokes here. But,
2: <laughs> but you love puns. Your no,
1: Okay. Your
0: country lives on puns. You're pun mad. That's confusing. What he did was the same. What's the difference? What is a pun? Was that not a pun? Not a pun. Fucking hell, that's confusing. Oh, bad pun. A bad pun. Where do you draw the line? (laughs)
1: I don't know what to do with that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love baffling heckles. They're my favourite. But he's right, we should should draw the line. Yeah, draw the line at
1: Bono.
0: I like Bono. You didn't say that in
3: Dublin. You didn't have the guts to say that there. No, but they weren't polite like these
0: guys. I feel like they would have really. They were up and about in Dublin. I think these guys would just be like, they're a bit disappointed with you.
3: Oh, yeah, like that.
0: Is that a Bristol thing? Do you Uh, do disappointment here? Yes. Yes, we do, and we're doing it as you right now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay, so the quintuplets were born two months early, um, and although their individual weights weren't recorded, their total weight at birth was 13 pounds 6 ounces. It's very
0: efficient back then.
3: (laughs) Just I'd, put them all on a scale. I'd Six if, kilos. If
2: one baby was 12 pounds and the rest for the
3: other. <laughs> they were very little. So collectively they weighed 13 pounds. Um, they were immediately wrapped in cotton sheets and old napkins.
0: Old napkins? <laughs>
3: yeah. Like used?
0: They got soy sauce all over them. <laughs> you can only assume back then in the place that you're talking about. Big in... Canada. S- Canada, yeah. <laughs> Famous for its soy. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so they, um, they're all wrapped up, laid in the corner of the bed, and their mother, Elzir. she was in a bit of a bad way, her body obviously going into shock after giving birth to five babies unexpectedly. Um, but good news, she recovered within a few hours and was doing a lot better. And one of the nicest things about this story is how much uh, their local, like, their community rallied around them. So the babies were kept in a wicker basket... <laughs> Well, oh. Do
2: they so really rally nice around accident. them? Uh, between the whole town, they came up with a wicker basket. Oh, yeah,
3: I was say, that was borrowed from their neighbours. No one had anything better. Um, they were covered with heated blankets, which is nice. Yeah. Oh. And they. Were now, I
0: mean, isn't it like famously the wicker basket thing, and and then heat? Isn't that what happened? I've only seen film clips of it, but isn't the wicker man? Because this sounds like disaster to me.
3: If you don't like that, you might not like this. you um,
2: well, set fire to the basket.
3: <laughs> no, they were they were because they were cold because they were so little uh, and and a little they were quite ill. So they took them into the kitchen and just put them in front of the oven with the door open. No. <laughs> Get some of that heat.
0: Was their was their mother a, a witch in a in a candy house? <laughs>
2: their mother was a chicken nugget. Ah, <laughs>
0: oh, that, that makes sense. <laughs>
2: Their mother was was a chicken chicken nugget. Into the oven. 20 minutes at 180. They'll be fine.
3: So you... (laughs) You're imagining a big chicken nugget giving birth to five little chicken nuggets. (laughs) Did not
2: think I was going to be able to hold that beer in.
3: Woo, really, well,
2: there goes some.
3: Is that, can you confirm that's what you were thinking, please?
2: Sorry, say again?
3: How did you miss all of that? You're, this whole time you've been picturing a big chicken nugget giving birth to five little chickens. Oh, nuggets. yeah, absolutely.
2: Wait, this whole time?
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, the oven had nothing to do with it. <laughs> that just confirmed my suspicions.
3: That was my big twist at the end. <laughs> They're actually nuggets. Sorry, sorry is it to because read the in. paper was the North Bay nugget or something? Has that been in your head the whole time? Yeah. I don't have a time to unpack your brain. Okay. So um, they, they put them in the, in the kitchen to keep them warm and one by one they were taken out of the basket and massaged with olive oil. Oh,
2: yeah, they're nuggets. <laughs> 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 they're going in that oven. They're going in. What's happened here is someone has walked in on their dad about to put them in the oven, and covered it in oil, and go, Oh, no! I'm just, I'm just keeping them warm.
3: Keeping babies warm.
0: Yeah, yeah I just putting, yeah, a bit of rosemary, a bit of thyme on them. Um.
3: Yeah, of sea
0: we, salt. Se- we season all our babies here. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you wearing a bib? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, now I feel bad about this. Every two hours for the first 24, they were fed water-sweetened with corn syrup. Fattening <laughs> the se- them up. <laughs> And by the second day, they were moved to a slightly larger laundry basket. Someone someone found a bigger basket for them um, and kept warm with hot water bottles. They were watched constantly and often had to be uh, sort of woken up because they were really, they were quite unwell. People were worried they weren't going to make it. They were then fed with a 720 formula, which is cow's milk, boiled water, two spoonfuls of corn syrup, and one or two drops of rum for a stimulant.
0: I love old school science.
3: Yeah. Just give the baby rum. They're hours old. <laughs> so yeah, these babies were the first set of quintuplets to survive past infancy. And the world went completely mad. At first, the media attention seemed to actually be a bit of a godsend because people from all over the country helped out in different ways. Um, There were journalists from Chicago and Toronto who um, went to see the girls but also brought with them water-heated incubators um, that people later said definitely saved their lives. So that's nice. Um, It's not all funny, guys. Some of it's just sweet. (laughs)
0: That is nice. Like those sweet, sweet babies.
3: (laughs) 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 <laughs> Regret face, yeah.)
0: I stand by what I said. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hospitals from all over the place shipped in breast milk, and the Red Cross provided a nursing team that were with the babies around the clock. They had hands on care. Um, but there were downsides as well. So thousands of people flocked to the house trying to peek in the windows to see the babies.
2: Thousands peeking at the window.
3: Yeah, people, were just tourists. Reporters were milling about trying to be the first to break any new developments. Meanwhile, the girl's father, Oliver Dion, worried about how he would pay for medical care and all of the other expenses of five more kids in the middle of the Great Depression. So they weren't, like... They weren't a poor family, but, I mean, they did just double the amount of kids they had <laughs> in one go. Um, so within days of their birth, Oliver was approached by the Chicago World's Fair, who wanted to put the quintuplets on display. <laughs> in a travelling fair for a bit. Um, Oliver went to his priest for guidance on whether he should accept offers to publicly display the uh, the quintuplets for money. The priest did what any good man of God would do and offered to be his business manager.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Something that you haven't mentioned as well is one of those babies was a bearded lady. Um, (laughs) One of them was a strong man. (laughs) One of them ate a bear. <laughs> I've forgotten what other freaks there are, but um, there were definitely 2 Try to think of more. Three, more. three
3: legs.
0: Three-legged bait. One had yeah. a th- one was, one was Shot one a was cam- ra- one was a rabbit boy, and a yeah. werewolf as well, yeah. which is. No, to be honest, quite a different thing. (laughs) And the fifth one was
2: a chicken nugget. There you go. Good. Tick in the boxes.
3: So with the advice of the baby's doctor, Dr Alan Roy Defoe, and his new business manager, Father Daniel Ruthier... God damn it. Oliver agreed that if his daughters were healthy enough, they would appear at the Chicago's World Fair for six months. Within a week... Of their birth, the deal had been signed for tens of thousands of dollars. And this, as I said, was during the Great Depression, so that was so much money. Um, But the father, Oliver, regretted it immediately. Um, He tried to revoke the contract a few days later, stating that his wife hadn't signed it, so it wasn't legally binding. But it didn't work, and the Chicago promoters were putting on pressure to take the babies on the road. Oh,
0: They're still babies?
3: Yeah, they're they're about a week old, and their dad sold them. Is the
2: impressive part supposed to be that they look the same?
3: They are identical, yes. Right, but
2: all babies. They all look the same. You have five babies. Wait till they're a bit older, then they'll look similar. This is
0: back in the days where they'd put anything... as. Do you think those ladies were really bearded? No, you're right, they were. (laughs) Do you think that many clowns could really fit in a car? (laughs) Do you think that goat was really a unicorn? (laughs) The answer to all these questions is yes.
3: <laughs> You've got a lot of regrets tonight.
0: That door to the side of Sage is so close. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Just beckoning. So the, um, but the baby's health was deteriorating a little bit um, and they were losing weight. So the Ontario Attorneys, Attorney General's office proposed a solution to Oliver and his wife, Elzir. Sign over custody of the girls to the Red Cross for two years. The Red Cross was under no obligation to the promoters. Plus, they would build a state-of-the-art hospital across the street from the farmhouse just for the girls' care. Seems like a no-brainer. So the Red Cross covered the cost of the nurses' wages, supplies, and ensuring that enough breast milk was being shipped to the hospital. They also oversaw the building of the hospital uh, specifically for the Dion uh, quintuplets. It was a massive project.
0: What was in it for the Red Cross? Doing the right thing. Okay, yeah.
3: Yeah. Preventing the babies from being okay. taken on tour. <laughs> so weird. I just think you I know was what a sh- baby rider would be. <laughs> you know what the demands would be? Uh,
0: similar to ours. Yeah. Small dark room. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Someone to rock us to sleep. Yeah. And milk.
0: Yeah, actually, that does line up pretty closely. Yeah.
3: So, uh, breast milk, though <laughs> important, yeah. breast milk, yeah. <laughs> None very of this cow important. Shit. Yeah.
2: I had four liters back there tonight. Four liters. <laughs> the he's new two a tour g- record. He's
3: a growing boy. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> so uh, they built the hospital across the road from the family home, um, and the babies were moved over. Uh, in, but you don't have to feel too bad for the parents um, because in February of 1935. Uh, the Dion's travelled to Chicago as parents of the world-famous babies (laughs) and made stage appearances.
0: (laughs) Oh, now I don't feel bad for them. They made (laughs) stage appearances. And they're real fun.
3: Uh, They are fun. (laughs) I think this was part of the reason that the um, Premier of Ontario proposed a bill to permanently strip them of custody and make the girls wards of the state. He argued it would protect them from being exploited and would would ensure that any money made would be held in a trust for the girls' benefit. Um, but just because the government were trying to protect the girls from being exploited didn't mean they wouldn't milk it a little bit for themselves. So the Defoe Hospital and Nursery was built for the girls, um, named after their doctor who um, ran to the post office. <laughs> it had an outdoor playground designed to be a public observation area.
2: I mean. That is extremely strange. It's
3: so weird. It was surrounded by a covered arcade which allowed tourists to observe the sisters behind one-way screens. The sisters were brought to the playground two to three times a day in front of the crowd. Um, It was a nine-room nursery with a staff house nearby. The staff house held three nurses and three police officers in charge of guarding them. uh, While a housekeeper and two maids lived in the main building with the quintuplets. Um, the building was surrounded by a seven-foot barbed wire fence, so basically it was a zoo slash prison.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you want to make sure those babies can't crawl out, <laughs> seven-foot barbed wire, that should probably do the yeah.
3: trick. Do hey, but I mean, you, you don't want to have to renovate in a year or two when they grow, yeah. so you you think, all right, they're going to be here for a while, five-year-olds, generally they're seven foot tall. Yeah. <laughs> you want to make it... At the very least, they can leap seven foot tall. <laughs> yeah, Exactly.
0: What a yeah. So this is Canada. This Is Canada. Uh, and in a, a very different. In the time. 1930s. Yeah, it's a pre 911 And world, people
3: so. just lost their minds. <laughs> it's
0: a very different world. Yeah, it's a different time. Very, very different. different. Time. You put
3: babies in zoos back then. I don't know yeah. what time. So the sisters were constantly tested, studied, and examined, um, with records being taken of everything. And they had a pretty rigid routine. Um, every morning they dressed together in a big bathroom, had doses of orange juice. You love orange juice, Dave. Doses
2: of orange juice. Yes. I take it in a syringe. Just <laughs> hooked up to my He's veins. In his butt. Um. Yeah, that's right.
0: The vein in his butt. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most veiny place or something like that, I've heard. Is that not true? <laughs> Butt's not meant to be veiny? I've got to make a quick call. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so they'd have their orange juice and then they went to have their hair curled. I assume there was a salon on premises as well. <laughs> They then said a prayer, a gong was sounded and and they ate breakfast in the dining room for 30 minutes. Then they went and played in the sunroom for 30 minutes.
0: Is everyone else picturing babies at a dining table?
3: Yeah, (laughs) big time. With, like, cutlery. What? No, nuggets. Nuggets. No, nuggets.
0: Yes, is everyone picturing nuggets (laughs) sitting at a dining table?
3: Yes. (laughs) They had a play in the sunroom for 30 minutes, took a 15 minute break from playing (laughs) and at 9 o'clock had their morning inspection with Dr Defoe. Um, They bathed every day before dinner and and were put into their pyjamas and dinner was served at precisely 6 o'clock. Then they went into the quiet playroom to say their evening prayers.
2: And then a gong was sounded. A gong was sounded.
3: Each girl had a colour and a symbol to mark whatever belonged to her. So Annette's colour was red and her design was a maple leaf. So, Seals was green and a turkey. <laughs> a <milk. What?
0: laughs> They took, like, one of them's the most patriotic <laughs> Canadian symbol, and then it drops away to green turkey. <laughs>
3: then there's a white and a tulip, blue and a teddy bear, that's cute, and pink and a bluebird, come on.
0: Pink and a bluebird?
3: What are you fucking thinking?
0: That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and I just heard Dave talking about it thinking kids were nuggets. <laughs>
3: pink and a bluebird. Oh, that hurts my brain. I know. So, when you
2: explain to people, oh no, that's mine, that's a bluebird. No, my colour's blue.
3: <laughs> yes, but your symbol is teddy bear. These are two-year-olds having this yeah, yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming they were very civil about things. Um, okay, here's a question. How many tourists do you think came to see them every day?
2: Cool. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp i got to get something off my
0: chest. Okay. I ate your last biscuit. I was that saving has been, them for
2: my wedding.
0: That has, been stress- <laughs> that has been stressing me out. I'm so sorry. It feels a lot better to get that off my chest. You know, keeping things bottled up can affect people negatively and that had been affecting me and that feel- that's a weight off my shoulder. Yeah. It was delicious. I'm not sorry, but I did
2: take the last biscuit.
3: He, that he was saving for his wedding.
2: I didn't know that. <laughs> com D-G-O today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, slash
3: D-G-O. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. And you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Too many is a very good
0: answer. I'm guessing 20,000.
2: I reckon 2,000.
3: 20,000 a day. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's stupid. That's too much.
0: That's too much. That's a dumb thing to say. I meant to say 125 people. Oh, that is as silly as, <laughs> I would. That was a joke okay, answer. What right, I meant Matt, Matt, was I two thousand four hundred and seventy-nine.
3: Okay, well, Matt is now closer because <laughs> it's three thousand. That is I a basically lot. said that. That that is a
2: million people a year. Yeah, they well, okay,
3: that's plus math. Yeah. He's thank a, you.
2: Thank you so much. Matt. <laughs> thank you. Someone,
0: I, I've never heard someone say anything that clearly from a crowd before. <laughs> okay, that's plus math. <laughs>
3: A million a year. It's a million a year. Because it says that uh, in the time they lived there, which was until they were about nine, almost three million people walked through the hospital doors. So maybe it slowed down. Maybe it was seasonal. You know? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, they shut down over winter or something. I like um, the fact that Jess and it just had a sign up that said like the quintuplets are sleeping. <laughs>
0: Jess doubts her facts because Dave said something quickly. Yeah. which we've already heard from the floor is the fastest math ever occurred. Do you trust this freak? I don't. I don't. I
3: don't trust math. Yeah. In general. Mm. I think it's a sham.
0: Yeah. Math is a sham.
3: Math is a sham. There, I said it. So there's still three million people.
2: Are they paying an entry fee? Yeah. Oh, my God. There's, which goes
0: yeah. to the government?
3: There's, like, there's like hot dog stands. And <laughs> Come oh get the quintuplets God. hot dogs. Yeah. No nuggets. Mm, No, that would be offensive. I mean, come on. But don't again, guys. Don't worry about their parents because Oliver Dion ran a souvenir shop. Where? um, And a woolen store opposite the nursery called Quintland. (laughs) Because it's still opposite
2: their house. Yeah. Opposite their house from their parents, who no longer have custody over them. Yep. So their parents are seeing them, well, seeing the building every day. Yep. Of where their kids have been taken, the prison there.
3: I mean, it was his fault, though, wasn't it?
2: Was it his fault? He
3: just yeah, he it signed it them off to the oh yeah to the right. World Fair. Then, he, he
2: signed them off to the Red Cross to try and stop that? And then they went. Actually, we'll take them to the prison.
3: No, they said we're going to build them a hospital, and they did. They just put barbed wire fences around it like a normal hospital.
0: <laughs> so it's but you're saying till they were nine. So what happened? To that? He signed them off. Maybe to I'll get two.
3: to that. Well, I mean, you've
0: you've overshot it by seven years. In my defence, unless I missed something.
3: I will get to that very soon. I think I
2: ruined it with the very quick
3: maths. (laughs) Sorry about that. So the souvenir's available at Queensland. I know you're dying to know what he was selling. Is that a
0: pun on Australian state Queensland?
3: I don't think it is. Because that's niche. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't don't think it's a a play on Queensland. I think it's more like... um, uh, like quintuplets. Yeah. So quint. Yes. Um, and then, have you heard of Disneyland?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's where the the double meaning is where the pun comes in. So I, I got the first part of it. Right. That's not a pun. is it? Or is it? Uh, yeah, people... You no, know, I, can't, <laughs> people I can't are
3: not can confirm or deny if they're basing it off Queensland, the state in Australia. Well, thank you.
0: Well, then I guess we'll have to say that it definitely is. <laughs>
2: Are oh, you guys having a conversation in the front row there? No, it's
3: all right. Uh, we'll wait. I'm fucking unbelievable. He was exp- front row, yammer, yammer, yammer. Jesus Christ. He was
0: explaining to the guy. So one of the friends has never heard of us before, and the other one has. And he was saying to that guy who hasn't heard us, mm-hmm. "They're from Australia. <laughs> Not Queensland though. Um, that
3: place is fucked." <laughs> So the souvenirs, I lo- I love what, is there a Queenslander here? I'll fight you. I don't
2: care. I is love, it is it genuine? Put your hand
3: up, you coward. Is it genuine by Queensland? Is there any
2: Queenslanders in? Queenslander
3: They're bogans, a lot of them.
2: Benico- I just forgot
3: we're recording this. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you you felt so invincible, they're so I far uh... away. Really
3: you can say whatever you like. We're on the other side of the world. Well, they're going to hear that. I can't get me. They can.
2: Yeah. We'll probably visit Brisbane in Queensland next year. No, we won't. Um,
3: I'll be busy that weekend. Uh, if
0: any Queenslanders are listening, I'll be at the Brisbane Comedy Festival <laughs> in March. Uh, tickets at matchworkcomedy.com. And
3: you love Queensland. I love Queensland. Yeah.
0: Maybe it's because I'm a bit like them. <laughs> but only in the good ways. You know...
3: They're fast learners here, I like it. They're souvenirs. At Quintland. Quintland. Maybe based on Queensland. Um you could get autographs, framed photos, spoons. Sorry.
2: Autographs from the two year old babies. Yep. I like that.
3: You know when like you uh, you know when kids try to draw art for their parents or aunts and uncles and you have to be like, Oh, that's so <laughs> good It's like that. Um but they've tried to write their names. Um, Spoons, cups, plates, plaques, candy bars, books, postcards and dolls. Surely you could make one doll and put it in a five pack, you know? They're identical twins, identical quintuplets.
0: Isn't that brutal to be selling? Like those kids want those dolls and every day people are coming and taking dolls away. What a nightmare.
3: Would you want to play with the doll of yourself? Stupid question. Of course you would. Um, <laughs> I would love that. There were also, this is so fun, there were also these big like, bins filled with free stones in them. and The, the stones were from the area and they claimed <laughs> to oh, have the enough. magical power of fertility. Oh, yeah. The bins would need to be refilled every day. <laughs> People were just like, give me them free fertility stones. So, no, they big cum stones, basically. <laughs> <laughs> what, dare stone I snub. ask, what do you do with the stone? I think you just put it on your bedside table.
0: I actually think you have to rub it on the
2: area. <laughs> oh, really? Like a chicken nugget.
1: <laughs>
2: what? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, I'm on stage. Oh, I oh, just woke up.
3: <laughs> some questions for later. Um, Is that how you do the North Bay Nugget? That's how you do the North Bay Nugget, yes. How long have you been sitting on that one? Um, oh my God, so
0: long. Sitting on the North Bay Nugget, well.
3: Uh, it's been a long time for you, hasn't
2: it? Is <laughs> it <laughs> any day now? It's been about 30
3: years. The Quintuplets brought in more than $50 million in tourist revenue in Ontario. During the
2: Great Depression.
3: They became Ontario's biggest tourist attraction of the era, surpassing the Canadian side of the Niagara Falls. They brought in more money than Niagara Falls. Celebrities visited them. Clark Gable, Betty Davis, Mae West, and Amelia Earhart oh <laughs> all went and visited the quintuplets. I was about
0: to say a D to name one I've heard of, and they were all pretty big time.
3: <laughs> that list was a lot longer, and any name I didn't know, I was like, delete. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is that? The Dionne quintuplets also appeared in ads for dozens of products. Dozens. Uh, dozens. Oh, man, these
2: kids are really being exploited. Oh, my God. All the
3: big ones. Ketchup. (laughs) Oats. Um, Those little Lifesaver candies. Palmolive soap. (laughs) Typewriters. (laughs) Bread. (laughs) Ice cream and my favourite, sanitised mattress covers.
1: (laughs) It's
3: glamorous, isn't it? They also appeared in three films in their early years. They were movie stars. Um, always playing quintuplets typecast. <laughs> Two of the films concentrated on telling the fictionalised story of the heroic doctor who delivered the, uh, the Wyatts and took care of them. So the doctor's like, yeah, I'll tell you my story. Piece of shit. Directed, <laughs>
0: directed by... Yeah,
3: <laughs> Dr. Alan Ro- Roy Defoe. Um, In in the nine years they spent in the hospital, they left only a few times to meet the king and queen in Toronto and for a couple of promotional tours, but later in their life described those years as the happiest, least complicated years of our lives. They loved it in there. They had a great time. How do they remember it? What do you mean? They were nine. You don't remember being nine? (laughs) (laughs) I wish. It was was 400 years ago.
0: You really breezed over the king and queen there.
3: They met the king and queen. How's it, everyone? We've all done
0: it. Yawn. Maybe in this room. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's boring for you guys. She doesn't
3: visit us that much anymore.
0: She's a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Inigo, she loves dogs. It's a compliment to her. She's a corgi dog. Or whatever kind of dog she has.
3: Corgis, you nailed it. Did I save that? Yeah.
0: Some of them seemed offended.
3: Well done.
0: I I thought the queen was a joke over here.
2: so is the queen your bono (laughs) that is so weird I don't get this place I don't get it
3: maybe we just get too much sun because we don't really care about anything enough we tried to think of the equivalent and Dave said Nicole Kidman and I do hate her but I don't care that much
0: oh Bindi yeah (laughs) Bindi
3: Oh, my God. Now she's getting married. Yay. (laughs) That'll last.
2: (laughs) First thing you said to me when that news came in and people were tweeting you, you were like, that will never last. It
3: won't. I'm going on the record now. It won't last. And uh, I will be celebrating the day they make a joint announcement. It's always a joint announcement. No, it's not. It's one person's publicist. (laughs) The other's already moved out. (laughs)
0: Well, anyway, the Owens are uh, pretty dear to my heart. And, uh, I hate hearing just talk about them like this. They're like my Windsors, who are like your royal family. So. But not really. Over here, the Queen is a dog and the bridge is a king. That's what Bristol means to me. The bridge is a king. That was a quick uh, little poem there for you. Thank you.
3: He's an artist. Um, yeah. In 1943, the girls got to... Got to they, they left the hospital uh, to go live with their parents and their siblings across the road. Um, by the way, their parents had two more children in the time.
2: Sure, they were just rolling the dice and hoping for five more, They And had
3: another son two years later. So they had 13 children.
2: Dave,
0: they weren't rolling the dice. They were rolling the kids out of their mum. <laughs> 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 yeah.
2: Yeah, by the thirteenth one. <laughs> Let it go.
3: Let it go. Let it go. <laughs>
2: Is
3: that how it works? No, I don't know actually. <laughs> no, don't know. I've only had eleven, so
2: <laughs> you'll get there one day, kid. I've said too
3: much. Yeah, so they've, they've got thirteen kids, um, and now five are coming back to the house. We're, they're not all going to fit in that little farmhouse. Don't worry, they moved to a big mansion, um, paid for by the girls' trust fund. (laughs) Yeah, their parents suck. Um, Their life at home uh, wasn't a great environment um, because the girls hadn't lived with their family for nine years, um, so obviously it was a little bit of adjustment. Um, The hospital across the street was turned into a a private Catholic school for the sisters with a handful of local girls as classmates. It's like they just picked a few more to make it feel... Socialise them with other kids. their class is
2: full of extras.
3: Yeah. (laughs) All paid to be their friends. (laughs) (laughs) They get A-pluses in everything they say. The teacher's like, very good. (laughs) Um, As the years passed, interest in the girls began to recede. recede, um, But they were still forced to dress up in matching outfits for photo shoots in their teen years. And the media continued to pry. For example, the Toronto Star published each girl's weight when they were 14. Why? Why was that relevant? It's not. No, good point. Um, Is one
2: of them still 12 pounds and the other four are one? (laughs) That's why it was relevant.
3: Something's not right here. Four of
2: these are the size of a pea. I'd read that article. Would you read that?
3: That four girls were the size of a pea. One of them
2: is the size of a baby.
3: It's very confusing. But yeah, yeah we still just treat them as normal. Um, I, d- I do want to let this very sympathetic audience know that it gets a little bleak from here. Um, woo! 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 Cool, alright. Uh um, oh. No, 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 it's not. It's, I mean, or oh, I went to say it's not that bad, and then my next sentence is Emil also began to have seizures. Um, because of the stigma of the day against epilepsy, the family kept it a secret, even as her seizures became more frequent and severe. Um, but when the girls were 18, they left the family home, they all moved away, um, and didn't have much contact with their parents after that. Yeah. Maybe I should just leave it there. <laughs> did, did they stick together? Did they move away together, the yeah, five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so nice. all, um, really close. Whoa. Um, oh.
2: Oh, you're, you're scrolling a bit I know, there. because
3: they just cheered, and I just want to leave them happy.
2: Let's all remember this moment, and we no, might have to come back to it. Should I
3: just leave them happy? Oh. Alright, but this They're is not on like, you. They can,
2: I think they can handle
0: it.
3: I know, but you know.
0: They understand dreariness, they live in England. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but,
3: Hear that. Uh, these patronising assholes on stage, going, "Oh, it rains a lot here, doesn't it?" Oh,
0: genuinely, it's not rained once when I've been outside. I've been actually a bit disappointed. You call this winter? Good luck. I right. just,
3: that's just because you want to test out your new rain jacket. I bought a fucking. i put,
0: <laughs> spent like a week's wages on a fucking winter coat, and it has not been put to the test.
2: It's four jackets in one, isn't it? Is that right?
0: Man, I wish. Just the three. But, oh, uh,
2: a few hundred dollars more, you could have got five in one. Yeah. She so tried to upsell. When
3: Who we needs get, five jackets? When we get home, you can stand in the backyard and I'll hose you down. That's
2: all I ask.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, the girls all, um, they left the family home, didn't have much contact with their parents. At 19, Marie joined a strict order of nuns and moved into a convent, and Emil followed her into a different convent soon afterwards. Um... Sadly, Emile died not long after, at the age of 20, from complications from her seizure disorder. Um, In a morbid silver lining, though, Cecile later said that in death, Emile gave her sisters a sort of release because public interest kind of dried up in them. Which is so fucked from the public. But people finally left them alone so they were able to get on with normal lives. Yep, yeah, okay, you wanted this. I was happy to leave it and they didn't see their parents, yay! You sick fucks wanted this. Um, so they moved away, because like, they'd moved out of the family home, now they've moved completely the other side. They've gone to Montreal. Um, and Vaughn and Cecile went to nursing school together, and Marie and Annette roomed together in a college. Um, three of them eventually married. Um, and it, but even as adults, the sisters found it difficult to be around anyone but each other. So they remained really, really close. Um, Marie passed away in 1970 at the age of 36. Yvonne passed away in 2001 at 64. Um, and in the 90s, Cecile's adult son, Bertrand, began. Incredible. He's fantastic, name. <laughs> it's a great name. Bertrand. Wow. He began to investigate uh, and discovered how the account, like their trust fund, had been so mismanaged. Um, and it began this huge public relations campaign to shame the Canadian government into giving them a portion of state profits that they felt they were owed. Um, and eventually, after a couple of years, they took home a settlement between two and four million dollars. <laughs> so they got they got paid out a little bit, um, a little bit. Yeah, how um, m- how
0: many were alive to get it though? Three. Okay, that's pretty good.
3: Yeah, and two are still alive. Holy shit.
0: When was this story from? I
3: thought it was the 1800s. No, Cecile and Annette.
2: (laughs) They're the oldest people ever. It's amazing. Cecile and Annette
3: live in Montreal. They're 85.
0: Ah, sick. Oh, so it wasn't that long ago at all.
3: No, it was in the 30s. Well, 85 years ago, yeah. That was a
2: while ago. Uh, But a blip. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You are quick at math. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a calculator up here.
3: And just finally, too, um, The Exploitation of the Dion uh, Dion Sisters is the subject of a new book called The Miracle and Tragedy of the Dion Quintuplets. Um, It's by an author called Sarah Miller, who's previously written about other young women who made headlines, like Lizzie Borden, who we've done a topic on... Um, Sarah has a bit of a hot take on today's society as well. So this is an article from the Washington Post and it writes, given how much more is known about child development now, could that ever be possible again? Miller isn't sure and she says, I don't think we'd necessarily have another baby zoo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not necessarily.
3: (laughs) But in the age of Instagram kid fluences, you could wind up kicking a different snowball down a similar hill. So in conclusion, Instagram is the same as building a baby prison and charging entry. I can say that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
3: But that is my report on the crazy. crazy up. of crazy enough. Yeah. just Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah, I've never heard of that.
1: It's a
0: wild it's story. Insane. Have you, you, I've never heard of that either, kid fluences, wow,
3: <laughs>
0: what a term.
3: It's crazy, crazy story, yeah, there you go, sorry that it got bleak, um, but that's life, you know, people put you in a prison, and, ma- and tourists look at you, and then your parents make money off you.
0: We've all it's been normal. there, all been there. Normal
3: experiences.
0: Hey, you're queen, that's pretty much her life as well.
2: If you think
3: about it Yeah, if you do think about it Yeah,
2: (laughs) millions of people visit her house every day Yeah Well, not every day Mathematically, anyway (laughs) How many? Cannot let that slide I don't know, maybe 10, 15,000 a day
3: A day?
0: Do you reckon? I I can't wait for you to be fact-checked on that one Yeah, (laughs) you're going to get a tweet I'm going to sit by Twitter here
3: You're going to get a tweet about that Um, Oh,
2: actually If it's it's from the Queen, I'll be so stoked (laughs) 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 Actually, David No, Matt
3: does a good Queen voice. He's been watching a lot of The Crown.
0: Yeah, very good show. Um,
3: No, David. uh, (laughs) That's
0: actually,
2: I think that was Mrs. Doubtfire. um, What about Mrs. Doubtfire doing The Queen?
0: Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You'll uh, get a letter from me. (laughs) Uh in about uh Mrs. Mrs. Downfire doing the
2: Queen um doing an impression of someone from Jamaica or something. <laughs> uh,
0: I was actually thinking it was from the from the West Country but
2: Ooh, and, uh, come in or <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I snows you let's get a cider. <laughs> I don't understand anything but um I think I picked that up from somewhere. <laughs> So there was a curtain could drop down here, it feels like the end, but here I am still sitting up on the fucking stage. Um.
2: Well, that pretty much does bring us to the end of the show. I'll save you there, Matt. Uh, Bristol, thank you so much for coming out and packing out the hen and chicken once again. Give yourselves a massive round of applause. So good to see you. Uh, one more time, thank you so much for coming out. Ladies and gentlemen, can we have a big round of applause to the hen and chicken. <laughs> Will on sound. Thanks, Will. did a great job. We'll be over there, but until next time, I'll say thank you for coming so much, and goodbye! Bye And we're back in the safety of the studio. <laughs> <laughs> My God, that was a violent crowd. No, it wasn't.
0: That was the, remember the polite heckles, chicken nugget. <laughs> I think that was the most polite, sort of bashful heckles I've ever seen. Yeah.
3: Oh, don't look at me.
0: <laughs> Some of the London ones, and definitely the Dublin ones, were really. You know, they were. You knew. Well, actually, Dublin, you knew what they were saying. London, there was stuff that was pretty baffling, but <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, Dublin at least made sense yeah. and added to the story. Yeah, L- London
0: was a lot of sorry what?
3: <laughs> it was a lot of stream of consciousness, <laughs> and then
2: a lot of sorry what? And then going oh, I'm too embarrassed to explain.
3: So there's all uh, your pauses. Okay. So it was nice not to have that at Bristol. Yeah. <laughs> Chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> you got kind of to do a full body thing when you do that. You sort of you make yourself small. Character. It's great. I um, like it.
0: This is, do you know, because um, we haven't been in here for a couple of weeks now, this is the time of the show where it's everyone's, I think everyone's favourite part of the show, the fact, quote, or question oh section. Go, we've got
2: all the admin out of the way. <laughs> yeah,
0: the report. <laughs> we've
2: got the Encyclopedia Britannica or a yah, yah, yah out of the way. <laughs> Fuck off, mate. We've all got incarta 95. <laughs>
3: yah, yah, yah.
2: If I wanted to look something up, I'd jump on Google, you fuckhead. Thank some people from yeah, Patreon. Yeah, yeah. What language oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is that <laughs> Oh,
3: yeah. That was is that
0: another languages blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah
3: yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah
2: yeah, 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 yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like sassy Dave. I like it's sassy fun. Dave too. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: So this week on the fact quote a question, I guess to explain it, um, if I can remember how, if you support <laughs> us on Patreon at Patreon dot com slash Pod on the Sydney Scheinberg Deluxe Package Memorial Edition Rest in Peace level, <laughs> mm-hmm. is that it? You yeah. get to like that, yep. You get to give us a fact, quote, or question. You also get to vote for uh, two two out of every three topics, um, but you get to give us a fact, quote, or question, and I read two of them out each week. Uh, and this week, the first one of two is from Stefan Headley, and he's given himself the title of "Do Go On Resident Spider Expert." Oh, I wonder if this that is a little hint as to what his fact is oh. going to be because he's given us a fact, oh. and his fact. I don't is- like
3: spiders, so I hope it's not a fact that. Makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, nothing terrifying, please. Yeah.
0: Well, I, you know I haven't read it yet. <laughs> well,
3: now, but you can edit it as you go.
0: Okay. Tarantulas have retractable claws like cats. Ew. Cute so far, <laughs> which helps them to climb trees. That's sick. I can't, I just, that just sunk in. Retractable claws.
3: Oh, yeah, I guess Spiders. that makes sense. That's
0: wild. Um, so it helps them climb trees. They also have dense, hairy paws called claw tufts. Oh. Ah, cute.
2: Paws,
3: Love that. Love. Good use of the word pause. a dense <laughs> claw tufts. T- claw tufts. I don't like it. I thought you would have loved it. No. These you don't know me at all.
0: Well, let's <laughs> continue. <laughs> These claw tufts have microfiber hairs that use an electrical attract uh, an electrical attraction between molecules to form an adhesive force. This enables the tar- tarantula to climb up glass and out of bathtubs and also carry 173 times its own body weight.
3: Wow.
0: Whoa. Dave, that'd be like you picking up a teapot.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Empty.
3: <laughs> Obviously, God! Imagine Dave trying to pick up a full teapot. Oh God! Third-degree burns again. <laughs> again.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's happening. See you and everyone around. <laughs> I'm just dipping little bits on things. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, oh, that is. I did not know any of that. No, that's fascinating. That's so can you climb up a bathtub
3: because yeah. a
2: lot of the time you will see a spider. You're like, mate, you're trapped in there. Yeah. There's How are you gonna a, get out? Tarantula.
0: Yeah, because they're so, like, the bath, sort of a bathtub, it's sort of, like... Slippery? Slippery.
3: Sometimes I can't get out of a bath. (laughs) (laughs) I'm slipping around.
0: Since my Christmas festive days, I've been struggling a little more. Get out of the bloody tub, have a bit of a soak, bubble bath.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cannonball.
0: (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, when I get into the bath, it's it's almost like Dave's been swirling it around like a hot teapot. Oh, how my. much water's left? Oh,
2: hello, Archimedes! All right, uh, thank nice you so.
0: <laughs> thank you so much for the. So it takes us a little bit of time uh, to warm up into the riffs as the years go <laughs> on. Okay, yeah. they start pretty rusty. They're <laughs> coming off a break. <laughs> thank you so much, Stefan, for that uh, fact. A beautiful fact. Uh, and I'd also love to thank Craig Skrybek. Probably not how he pronounce it. S K R O B K. Uh Skrybek. Skrybek. He's given himself the title <laughs> Executive Assistant to the Senior Magician of the Academics Academy. Whoa. That sounds impressive. Sounds like he should be well paid. I imagine it would be,
2: yes. Yeah.
3: To the Senior Magician. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Who is definitely well paid. Yeah.
0: He has also given us a fact. And this fact is...
2: Here we go. Better be uh,
0: bathtub
3: related. Yeah, not spiders. I'm in the mood for that.
0: Before Kale was given the title of a superfood, Pizza Hut was the largest consumer of the green leaf. What? It was used as decoration in their salad bars. That is an
2: amazing fact. People noticed how good it was for, for you.
3: It was used as decoration. And it was
2: easily the healthiest thing in the entire shop and no one knew. Even healthier than that, and all you can eat and soft serve. Wow. <laughs> I love the idea that probably still in Pizza Hut, the healthiest thing is the table decoration. A <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> garnish. Yeah. <laughs> the garnish is the healthiest thing. The
0: tablecloth. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That is, that's, that's great. Love Good that. Fact. A couple of fascinating facts, uh, which of course I've not at all double checked. So if, if incorrect, which I don't believe they are, I'm not meaning to cast aspersions.
3: <laughs> but don't add us. But you know? don't add us. That's I, don't, all. I don't care.
0: That's I want. Be- I Craig. want to
2: believe. Thank you, Fox Mulder.
0: Thank you. Uh, and well, I guess Fox now we should thank a few of our other patrons, yes. which we do every week. Jess, you normally give us a bit of a game relating to the topic.
3: Yeah. Okay. So, um, we, there was a, a. So Dave thought these quintuplets were in chicken nuggets. <laughs> I can't really remember my head headspace
2: at the time, but it, it seemed to make sense.
3: I don't know that it did, it but did it was a lot you, of fun. But
2: it came out, and then we went with it.
3: So what if chicken nugget? <laughs> chicken nugget. So what if?
0: Hope the mic picked that up.
3: <laughs> what if for the patrons we say what food they are? Oh, it's correct. either that or which organisation their parents sold them to, and that feels a little mm. more bleak. Let's go with the food, and no matter what it is, Matt has to repeat it in that voice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Deal, uh, And of course you are what you eat, that's what they say, so I guess basically we're making a judgment call on these people. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, would I be able to thank from Piedmont in OK, which is going to be Oklahoma, I reckon, Oliver Roselle.
2: Oliver. Roselle, my goodness. Sounds like the name of a vino. <laughs> Oliver oh, Roselle, please. All right. You just a glass
0: of the roselle, please. you
3: think of a rosé. <laughs> yes, but it just <laughs> so, anyway. it's just um, slightly similar. It's incredibly similar. Words are similar. Okay, his name's also Oliver. Can you think of a food that maybe rings a bell with um, Oliver? Vermouth. 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 Yes, he is. Well, th-
0: I'm thinking, yeah, dev- definitely makes sense from what uh, Jess and Dave, you both said there. It's got to be either an olive or a grape. Very similar looking foods.
3: Mm. I'm more of a fan of grapes. So you love an love olive, don't you? I'm on love team olive. Yeah. Okay, alright. We can go But olive. also, I've been about, cheating
2: on them with team
3: group. <laughs> what about an olive dip? Oh, oh I, I like that. I love an
2: olive mm.
3: dip. With a bit of crusty yeah. bread. Yeah. And yeah. Some oh, yummy olive. crackers. Yes,
0: please. Okay. <laughs> with a glass of roselle on the side. Oh, you oh, must. I love a roselle. You
3: simply must.
0: That's Roselle season.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Oliver. Um so much, sorry. Oliver. Matt, can
2: you just say that oh, in yeah. the voice, please? Um which one was
3: Olive Dip. Olive dip. His whole body changes. It's <laughs> really great acting. It's like his shoulders come up, his eyes widened like a deer in headlights. <laughs> thank you, Olive Dip.
0: I'm, well, I'm about to heckle. Uh, My heart is racing. Here I go.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, Oliver, because I've, I've been going back through um, people we've missed and Oliver has been waiting patiently for uh, more than a year than he should have been. Wow. So thank you so much, Oliver. Thanks, Oliver. Mr. Ozell. As has...
3: Please, Mr. O'Zell was my father.
0: <laughs> As has from Rockledge in Florida, Tony Martinez. To- well, Tony Martinez. To- <laughs> it's probably the second one, isn't it?
3: Tony Martinez. It's the Floridian version of our
2: Tony Martin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tony <laughs> Martinez. <laughs> Who, if you don't know, is a very funny New Zealand, now Australian comedian. Mm.
0: Legendary.
2: Absolutely. So, so funny. Matt, you were lucky enough to have him run Primates once and that was true. A very I, good episode. That
0: is like a dream. I can't yeah. believe that's a true thing. It's amazing. So, have you
2: noticed that his Twitter bio now, say, all it says is, no, I will not do your podcast.
0: <laughs> that was my fault, I reckon.
2: <laughs> you tipped him over the edge. But uh, Tony Martinez from Florida. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny. I hadn't seen that. It's a great bio. I should change mine. But mine's that's not true for me. Yours I, is, yes, I will do <laughs> I think I think I've never said no. But really? I will start after especially after saying that out loud.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're gonna get a lot of emails uh, now. So
0: Tony Martinez. What are you getting anything from that? Maybe maybe um based off Tony Martin, maybe a kiwi fruit.
3: Oh, that's nice. Oh, yes. It's
2: gold or green though. Oh, because you're a golden boy. I'm a gold aren't you? boy. Love I, a
0: golden I'm, kiwi fruit. I don't know if I've ever had a golden one. I'm a I'm a classic green all the way.
2: I don't, I don't eat a lot of kiwi fruit. I like it. Golden are a lot less tart. Very sweet and much softer. Which right. I, like. well, I love of the tartness. Of course you
3: do. Mm. Of course you love it soft. It
2: tastes like I'm eating nothing at all. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, oh, mush!
2: Like... <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's why I love I love mushing it into my mushy porridge. Dave's right? favourite food is mush. <laughs> so, Tony Martinez,
3: okay, kiwi fruit. Let's kiwi fruit! It. <laughs> I like it. Thank yeah. you, Tony. We appreciate Tony,
0: it. Tony, well, yeah, let's... Let's let him choose uh, on Twitter. But until then, let's say you're a golden kiwi. Was
3: it China? also known as the Chinese gooseberry? Oh. Really?
0: The Chinese gooseberry? Hmm. What's a, a normal gooseberry is a different thing.
2: I, know, I couldn't
0: I, I guess. tell you. I, I guess have no idea. it is. Is it because it looks like a goose egg? No.
2: I
3: actually don't know that where it oh. came. It can't channel.
0: It's got to be something real clever like that.
3: Well, that'll be fun.
0: That'll be fun. <laughs>
3: I zoned out for a bit. I came back in and thought, saying <laughs> that'll be fun. But... It was wrong. Damn it. Did
0: not make sense in context. but I went with it. You did. And now it's your turn to thank a
1: couple.
3: I would love to thank some uh, a couple of people. I would love to thank from uh, Battle Creek in MI. What's MI, Dave?
1: Oh, uh, it
0: could be Missouri, Missouri or Michigan. Uh, all right, you keep talking. and all I'll right. look
3: that I up. I think
2: MO might be Missouri. So did that... you
0: know? I learned a fact this week listening to a WTF <laughs> podcast. Minnesota.
3: Oh my god!
2: Sorry.
0: Uh, Brad Pitt's from Missouri. He grew up in the Ozarks.
3: Oh, really? Oh. His family's still there. Well, this one's Michigan. In the time you took to talk, <laughs> I Googled it. Well done. Because <laughs> I can do two things at once.
0: Michigan. Detroit, Michigan. Michigan. Michigan.
3: Uh, Battle Creek.
0: Detroit Rock City. Isn't that where Tim the Toolman Taylor show us that in Michigan?
3: Well, it's also where Scott Lanning is from. Oh,
0: Hello, Scott. Scott Lanning.
3: Scott Lanning sounds a lot like Ant Man.
0: I was thinking that too. Of course
3: you were. Scott we're one Lang. brain.
0: Dave that hasn't seen any of the Marvel movies. Is that it? Or have we all seen them?
2: I've seen a. c cu- I've seen three, I think. Alright, we'll have a marathon. Iron Man One. Iron Man Three. Guardians of the Galaxy. Alright, you need to see more. I do see Iron Man Two. That right. thing didn't make sense. <laughs> 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 anyway a real big gap in his life. Don't know what happened.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's that's He's a on man them. who's an ant. on <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> what, what, what? How can an ant be a man? <laughs> Scott Lanning. What comes to mind for Scott Lanning?
0: Scott Lanning. Well, uh, I'm thinking uh, Michigan. I was thinking Detroit. Uh, Motown. M and M's. Mo starts with an M. As does. I, I could have just gone from Michigan there, but.
3: Yep. M&Ms. <laughs> M&M's. Any particular variation of M&M's? Oh, yeah. What one? are we talking
0: uh, about? Favorite... No, well, let's keep the same shape because all of them so far have been in a vaguely chicken nuggety shape. <laughs> oh, yeah. So let's go with a peanut, which makes them more ovular.
3: Okay. Mm.
0: Will you accept ovular as a word?
3: <laughs> I will now. My favorite are peanut butter M&M's. Oh, oh they are fantastic. Holy shit. They're not very common here. here. Yeah, yeah you can out. get them every now and then. You can find a small packet of them Wow. in a convenience store.
0: Peanut butter is having a real heyday. Yeah, I think peanut butter might be peaking. It was it was very out of fashion a few years back, and now it's in everything. I love it. You see it, you see, you know the beers are starting to do it in stouts. Well, they have been for a little while, but that's my favourite beer at the moment: peanut butter stout.
3: Oh,
2: <laughs> I was just thinking about peanut butter. Yes. I was listening to Conan O'Brien's <laughs> very funny, about very funny podcast. <laughs> Conan O'Brien needs a friend.
0: I'm glad we're plugging a few of the the little minnow podcasts yeah. today. WTF and Conan. <laughs> anyway,
2: O'Brien. well, they were advertising some sort of peanut butter whiskey, and they're having a debate over. No, that's not the best peanut butter whiskey. This is the best peanut butter whiskey. Like there was <laughs> so many. Oh my god! I've never
0: heard of peanut butter whiskey, but yeah. now I'm I'm, I'm intrigued. Oh, uh, anyway, my interest has been piqued.
3: <laughs> so thank you very much to thank you very much to Scott. You are a peanut butter. Peanut Eminem, and we love you. Thanks, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. And I would also love to thank from North Yorkshire.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, went for a slight accent there.
3: Yorkshire. Oh, yes. Mark <laughs> Chopper Reed. Oh, oh, Mark Chopper
2: Reed, the doorman to the stars.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> ah, so we miss Chopper. Chopper, sorry that it's taken you so long to get us uh, to get us to you. Oh my God, nailed it. Let's Kim. I'm gonna. Talk less.
2: I reckon we, we've advertised him at, <laughs> we, we've advertised, we've shouted out to him at the other level before because he's definitely been the do go doorman. Oh, yes. yes for yes, sure. That's true.
3: So, what kind of food might Mark Reed be? It's got to be round. Onion ring. Oh, I love an onion ring. Me too, love them. Yum. Don't like them. Really?
0: Yeah, I've maybe just never had a good one.
3: Mm. That's true. They can be a bit hit and miss. There are some foods that are pretty safe. Onion rings can be a bit hit and miss, but. If they're good, love them. Mm. Right.
2: For example, pizza is very safe. It never goes wrong. Yeah, never, That's ever what... goes
3: wrong. <laughs> that was my experience up until uh, very recently. <laughs> up until
0: England. I believe that to be pretty true as well. Pizza. It's hard to muck For sure. up a pizza. Even
3: pretty crap pizza is edible. That yeah. was inedible pizza. Yeah, I'm... You've brought it up, and I'd forgotten about I'd repressed that memory. Sorry. Actually, I saw a picture of it on my phone the other day, and I was like, oh! Why did you take a photo of Because I like... sent it to you guys. Yeah. Like, I look think... at how fucked this thing is.
0: But it wasn't like that. The The first two, I don't remember it being like that. I reckon we just had a bad run.
3: Hmm. I had whole... a great run both
0: times. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it all. What are the odds that a country that big could have so much bad food? I think
3: just... this was definitely worse, but I reckon the time before that, I still struggled a little right. bit.
2: I haven't had a good meal since I got back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dang, are
2: you move? This was awful <laughs>
3: are you going to move? Just move over there
2: I loved it over there Honestly Their version of Like convenience food Like a Pret Or a Greg's on the street Oh yeah, We oh, do not yes. do that We do not do that anywhere here That
0: yeah. is good Greg's great Obviously Greg's I didn't eat enough
2: Greg's That was yeah, my, my That's big your mistake I had a few bakes Love a Greg's Anyway Mark Choppery Thank you so much I for your support ring. A.k.a. the onion ring
0: Dad <laughs> <laughs> is pointing at me What? What? <laughs> Say the line. It
3: gets such a beautiful, genuine delight from Dave every time. Yeah, I know. Very I'm, sweet. you think
0: it'd be diminishing returns, but
3: no, he
2: loves it. So funny. Oh, thank you so much. All right. Finally, I'd like to thank a couple of people. Another legend that um we met on this tour. A couple of nights after we did this show that you just heard, I would like to thank Simon Morgan from Leamington Spa. Simon! And Simon!
0: Oh, well, I mean, his has got an obvious one, right? Mm. But it's not an oval shape. Mm. Can we make an ovular lamington? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I reckon. You can make him any shape you want.
0: Great. Uh, great Australian invention. Any New Zealanders <laughs> listening? Great Australian. Yep, that's one of ours that we've made. So
3: is Sam Neil, <laughs> Farlap, and Pavlova. All ours. Yeah. Remember that time
0: Sam Neil rode Farlap while eating a an ovular lamington? That's uh, Russell. Crowe that's on our
2: national flag. On.
3: It brought a tear to my Australian eye. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you can have Nicole Kidman.
3: Yeah, give her. <laughs>
2: Um, Simon, you might know his fantastic graphic work.
3: Yes. Because
2: he frequently makes uh, Dugan-related, how it is, psychedelic-based images, yeah. uh, which we often retweet, and uh, we definitely suggest that you follow his Twitter. And now he's got an Instagram account too. And if
3: you got one of our Christmas cards, which is probably what you were about to say, sorry, Matt, uh, that design was from Simon as well.
0: So good. We Very should post talented. it. Oh, and he just told us like recently that he wants to donate his fee to the bushfire yeah. fund.
3: Which is incredibly lovely. What it's a bloody guy. Really bad here. Really bad. Anyway, Dave, thank a couple more people. Oh, thank you, home. Simon.
2: Who is the L- Lamington? Lamington. The
0: ovula Lamington.
3: No, you have to say it.
2: <laughs> Sorry, that was a different name.
3: I forgot as well this time. like ovula Lamington. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thanks, Simon. I would also like to thank now from Exeter, in, oh, Exeter in Devon.
0: Devon, where who do scones right?
2: All right. Well, I had a Christmas lunch with uh, someone from Devon over the. Oh, Christmas, tell me Christmas they break. haven't
0: forsaken their heritage.
2: I thought it was like a girlfriend's um, family. They're a family friend, you know. You want to have something to say, so I said, oh, you from from Devon?" Remind me, how do you do scones there? I can never remember—is it jam and cream or cream and jam? And, he and was she like, said,
0: "Fuck off." <laughs>
2: <laughs> he just didn't really commit, and I started to think, "Are you really from Devon?" Oh, oh you caught
3: him! <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're faking it. Are oh, you faking it? What's he? He's playing this out in a.
0: What, what's the scenario here? He's actually Australian, and he <laughs> and he he, he met. He met his girlfriend at a pub, thought he'd impress her with an international accent. <laughs> trapped in a
3: lot. <laughs> and just this is what unravels me.
2: It did like I'm trying to trick him out. Yeah. Remind
3: me in, Devon, how, <laughs> how do they do scones? How do they do them? It turns out he's lactose intolerant, just mm. never eaten them, doesn't like cream. Yeah, he was doesn't like them. Like just a
2: bit like, oh, people do them different ways. I think people tell you. I think you'll do one and people tell you it's the other. And I'm thinking that's not that's my experience. Not, that's not true. I nearly, I've nearly been murdered over there <laughs> for saying the wrong thing.
3: Fuck we even to the same in Devon.
0: I've been to Exeter. It's a, it's a cool city. University town. Oh cool. Stayed in a little village outside of there. It's all beautiful country. What a combined overstory. <laughs> that's somewhere around there. Beautiful
2: of oh, country. it's funny your accent was more convincing than his. <laughs> oh. I would like to thank from Exeter. Elliot Reginald Dawson. Oh. Ooh. E-R-D Fantastic Trip, di- <laughs> Tripped of names there Elliot <laughs> Reginald Dawson oh, Thank no. you so much for supporting the show Erd, Erd Erd, erd. 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 What does
0: Erd give you food-wise? Curd, Curd. Oh, yogurt Oh, okay a, An ovular <laughs> tub of yogurt A dollop of yogurt? Maybe like a frozen yogurt in, a, oh, in an egg shape Love a fro An Easter fro-yo
2: egg
3: <laughs> Yum <laughs>
2: Okay, you have to say Easter Froyo egg. Easter Froyo egg.
3: <laughs> Froyo egg is hard. Yeah, I got caught.
2: Froyo egg. Fro- yeah, we did slightly combine Harvester style.
1: <laughs> Come on, on
3: Froyo egg. Uh thank you uh Elliot Reginald Dawson. ERD. Erd. E-R-D. E-R-D. I hope that's what your friends chant at you <laughs> in a in a display of yeah. toxic masculinity. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: you and your frat boyfriends from the college.
3: That's why like you're chugging beer. Yeah. E-R-D, E-R-D. that's yeah, w- sick. Put, and if you
2: don't do it, you're putting the erd
3: back in the <laughs> <laughs> That's how they bully you, sorry. Sorry, but that doesn't happen because you're cool. I don't you know. Know,
0: That does kind of sound like a fun, fun time to me. I know you were trying to with, Of course it does. You were trying to illustrate... Because you're them.
3: the worst.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, um, I think Jess is trying to paint a, a a bad picture, but I want to be there.
3: Ah. I want be at this party. That sort of depends. Yeah, you can have fun and party with your friends and have uh, respect for other people. That's all. Yeah. You can do both. It I, can happen.
0: I think they were just mucking around.
3: E-R-D. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, that does bring
2: us to the end
3: Oh, no, oh, sorry, one last thing
0: I've, I've uh, just remembered. <laughs> As Dave's saying goodbye, we've got to uh, <laughs> induct a few members into the Triptych Club. I'm afraid <laughs> once I start saying goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> There's really no
1: wriggle I, I can't
0: stop. <laughs> so this episode is going out basically straight away here on the 15th of January. So that takes me back to anyone who signed up before uh, the 15th of January 2017. Wow, that's a while ago. So anyone who's been uh, supporting us... On the um, shout out level or above for the last three years straight, you get inducted into this beautiful club. And mm. one of the main things with this is Dave's gonna write your name on a page on the website. I think he's, he's... No, no, I'm
2: gonna write it down on a piece of paper and put it on my fridge. That's right.
1: <laughs> okay. And do.
0: take a photo and put that photo on the website? Okay.
2: <laughs>
1: I
0: work out how to do that. <laughs> You I put liked- a photo of, didn't you put a photo of your mum on there or something? No, no.
3: it was dogoonpod.com forward slash your mum's butt. And when you went to that, it was a picture of Dave giving you a thumbs up. So still,
0: you definitely know how to do it. It's still
2: there. Is yeah. it? Yeah. And ya, Y-A, and moms, mum's M-U-M-S. That's how your mum's so Do
3: you remember so many people tweeting it, us like, oh, it doesn't work? Because they were writing M-O-M. And it's like, we're Australian. And we've spelt it out for you. You're spelling it different. Anyway. Uh, all right. it's,
0: that does come up a lot. We we yeah. say that our Australian accent means that we pronounce things differently.
3: It's, it's fascinating. It's what an accent is. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Nah, I find it funny. We're from a different place. Oh, we are in so many ways.
0: <laughs> uh, so I'd love to induct a few new members into the Triptych Club my system's come apart here because I can't remember if I've already done it for these two. I think I did. I think I did do it. So I'm... Uh, Anna Casey and Isaac Smith. I'm pretty sure I did.
1: Okay.
3: Well, uh, if I didn't, you did just did. I just did it, very, just quickly did it very
0: quickly then. So you've either got one and a half or a half. I mean, induction. My
2: pen wasn't ready.
0: Anna Casey and Isaac Smith. I'd also love to induct from Sewersville, Pennsylvania. I reckon PA. Alex Bache. Fantastic Ooh. name! Oh, what a Great name. Apu to Alex Bache. <laughs> I'd also love to. This can't be real. From San Sushi in New South Wales, which means no worries in French. What? I know that because it's the name of a of Rom album. <laughs> uh, I'd love to induct who we've met a few times at the Sydney shows. Jai Smith.
3: Oh, Jai Smith.
0: He's been. He's come down to visit me at the studio talking business.
3: Oh, very nice. He's
0: a businessman. I'm oh. a businessman. Well,
3: okay, mate.
0: Well. <laughs> Let me talk it up a little.
3: I've seen you wear a shirt like twice.
0: Oh, you need to wear a shirt. I'm a, <laughs> man. I'm a big business I'm big business my shirt. <laughs> Come on, Bob. There's got to be more to it than that.
3: I don't know what just happened. <laughs> they're, the, they're, the
0: two, they're the only two inductions. We'll have a uh... few more to put in next week though by the look of it. <laughs> So thank you, Alex Bache and Josh Smith, two fantastic new members of the Triptych Club. Dave, if you could put them on your fridge.
2: Oh, absolutely. You're going straight underneath the magnet from Cuba. <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> fantastic. Now you can outro the show.
2: Thank you to everybody who listens to the show, supports the show, gets in contact with the show, at DoGoOnPod on nearly every social media.
3: Mm. We're not on TikTok because we're
2: too old for that. Or MySpace, even though we are old enough for that.
3: We're definitely old enough for MySpace.
0: I saw a great TikTok today where it was put up by one of the NFL teams where they did a split screen where they took someone taking a, a ball in a, in a gridiron game and then someone and a woman dancing. But they split it so it looked like when the woman moved her hips, the ball came out of her butt. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that, how it many it times cro- oh, did I you watch it? A lot. <laughs> That was funny.
3: Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, I mean, you
0: haven't even seen it. and you, What joy it's brought. <laughs> uh, I think it was the New York Giants. Look them up.
3: Look <laughs> up on TikTok. Doing great work on TikTok. <laughs> uh, I don't get TikTok, but I hope you're having a good time. Having a
2: good time out there. And you can go to our website, dogoonpod.com, basically for links for everything, including the Patreon that we mentioned. But until next week, we'll say thank you very much. And until then, we'll say goodbye. Later. Oh, Bye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting
3: Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I
2: mean, if you want. It's it's up to you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.